Hi, this is Nicole Glass, and welcome to Creating Your Own Reality Podcast. So I just want to thank everybody for coming on today to, you know, listen to the next episode that I have going on. Today's episode is really personal to me. It's called Chameleon, and it's you know, it's really, I would say, revealing for who I am. And I also am tying in the fact that I am still trying to figure out who I am. And I grew up um, really lost. And if you know what a chameleon is, you know that a chameleon is a lizard that changed colors to its environment. And I grew up in a lot of different environments. I moved around a lot. I went to a lot of different schools. So like in order to survive mentally and socially in all of these different settings, I had to be a chameleon. I had to blend in with my environment. And that environment stemmed from, you know, growing up in New Rochelle to growing up in um, Princeton and then to going up to Monroe Township and then going up and then coming up to Virginia and then going back to Princeton at a different school and then from Princeton to New Brunswick and then to the... And, but in, while I was in Princeton, my we moved to like the Bronx. And so when I came home, I was in the Bronx and it's like... I moved around a lot because I had a mother who tried her best to provide me with everything that, you know, every opportunity that I could have. And so as she leveled up within her own life, we would move. Um, so that presented within itself an intricate um an intricate experience, I would say, to say the least, as a child. And because I, you know, moved around neighborhoods, moved around school systems, went to two different, two different, two different boarding schools, and then I went to a bunch of summer camps growing up, that allowed me the opportunity to get to experience a lot of different people, a lot of different types of people, kids from all over the world. Like, my roommate in high school was um, South Korean. And uh, my best friend was Cameroonian. And my other best friend in my ninth grade year was from Spain. So, you know, you can only imagine how mixed um, my life was. But the downside to all of that was that as I was trying to fit in as a child, um, you know, I would probably change my personality or change the way I acted around certain people because I wanted to be liked or I wanted to be loved and I wanted to be friends with certain people. And I knew that maybe certain aspects of my personality wasn't lovable in certain groups and you know, growing up, I realized that a lot of cultures have their biases, but, you know, this isn't something that I was really taught at, like, that age. I wasn't really told to, you know, um, keep my guard up for other people who try to change me and who I am and to protect myself at all costs because, you know, your parents think that they're putting you in a good environment, but kids are mean. So <laughs> uh, it was just, it was like, well, how can I explain? It was like down to my hair, for example. 
you know, and having to figure out what type of hair I had to wear that other people found appealing. You know, I came into a school with like big box braids. I went through so many different hairstyles, guys. Oh my God. But I came into school with big box braids and like those weren't cool. And then I came into school, you know, I think one time I had mushroom hair, like the hairdresser had put like curls in it, the, the, the hot curls in it. And my hair was like a mushroom at one point. And then that, that wasn't cool. And then I straightened my hair, but my hair was really short and damaged because I would straighten it every day and I didn't use any, um, heat protect protector or whatever. So then my hair would come out straight, damaged and crazy, um, crazy like edges. Is that what it's called? Like split, oh, crazy split ends. And so, you know, I went through a lot of struggle with my own hair, trying to make it how other people liked it. It just wasn't accepted naturally. And so that's just one small micro example of like the pressure and the oppression that um, black women have to go through in order to be perceived as like fun in certain spaces. And I definitely was the only black girl in the room in a lot of those spaces. And because I went to boarding school since I was 13, um, as I was trying to develop a sense of self, um, a lot of my experience and who I am was being made fun of like a lot of the other children. Um, but I'm just explaining how this impacted me. And so I was constantly being a chameleon and trying to fit in, trying to be funny, trying to be pretty, trying to, you know, be whatever these people liked. But I was it was always like somewhat not good enough. And and I never just tried to be me. And so you're you know, this podcast episode, as I'm trying to give a lesson and give food to the listener that's listening what I'm trying to say is through all of those changes, because I didn't stay true to myself, um, you know, it was an ebb and flow of, of me just like going back and forth with myself. But because I didn't stay true to myself, I wouldn't say that I had like the best grades. I wouldn't say that I was, you know, immersed in my passions and I was immersed in the groups that I was supposed to be immersed in because I was constantly trying to perform to the likes of others. And that was definitely childhood version of me, but the adulthood version of me, um, you know, has recently learned that I need to stay true to myself because if this person doesn't like me or if this situation feels uncomfortable, those are signs and those are signals that I'm not supposed to be there. I'm not supposed to be with this person because what is meant for me will feel aligned and will feel comfortable and will feel like a flow for me. What is uncomfortable, that is my body, that is my mind telling me that, hey, sis, you are not supposed to be there. So that is, that's people call that intuition. And me trying to, you know, jump over hoops to impress people that are not supposed to be in my life was simply a waste of time and a waste of energy and frankly, a waste of life because there are relationships that 
can, you know, foster love and deep friendships and deep experiences. And why was I at the time wasting time in wasting my time in shallow experiences? So that was um, tough for me to, and I was very lost. I, I was very lost. I was, I didn't know what I really, you know, wanted to do. I just know that I wanted to work for myself. Um, and I just, I didn't know what was meant for me and what wasn't. I didn't have a deep enough sense of self to protect myself in certain situations mentally. A lot of, um, the kids growing up would, you know, feel that I wasn't as smart as them um, because I'm growing up in a single household where my mom has to commute two hours each way to just get to work. So she's able to afford me uh, a nice home and I'm home alone, you know, from 3.30 p.m. to maybe like 8, 9, 10 p.m. doing my own homework, trying to, you know, do what I can for myself and not having that little bit of extra guidance sometimes it makes kids fall behind than others. But I think that certain people don't take the time to get to know who you are or your situation or care about you enough as a person to really know the depths of your soul and your experience. And those people are just not meant to be in my life because they don't care about me. And so it was just me circling and trying to impress again, people who don't care about me. And I was truly, truly, truly a chameleon and someone who's friends with a lot of people or everybody doesn't have a lot of real friends at all because sometimes those people don't know who they are. And that's really who, that's really what was going on with me. Um, and a part of creating your own reality is knowing who you are, is standing in that. And me, I'm telling you, it's, it's a long journey. I'm still trying to figure out who I am and what I like in certain areas. It doesn't all just come at once. But if you don't know who you are, then you don't know what you want. You, you can think you know what you want, but you don't know what you want. The things you want could just be a reflection of what other people want for you or what other people put you in, you know, in a particular, you in a particular box. So until you love yourself to explore yourself and, and know who you are and know what you like and know, you know, what excites you, what is fun for you, what is playful and things like that and who feels comfortable around you and who doesn't and really just trusting yourself and your energy and your path until you know who you are, you cannot create your own reality. It is literally impossible. So I was someone for a really long time who didn't know who I was. I was just being who people thought I should be, which is extremely dangerous. And I'm laughing because it's truly silly. Listen, we only have one life. We only have, you know, one chance to do this. And it is so important that when we do, we can stand on our two feet and said, we did it as us. We didn't do it as like the stereo, the stereotypes that people are projecting it at us on. We did it as ourselves. And 
that is one of the most important things to stand on. I feel like the world that we live in tries so hard to put us in categories and there are so many depths to a person's soul. It is not just black and white, but it's gray everywhere. There's so many changes that goes on week by week for a singular person that someone that I talked to six months ago, I might not know who they are anymore to, to this day because there's so many changes that may have happened in their life and may have shaped them differently. And there's so many assumptions that people can just throw on us from the experience that they had with us one time when we were having a bad day or when we were in a certain circumstance. Um, and it particularly, um, and I want to talk about just my own experience as a black woman, particularly a lot of the relationships that I've had have failed to get any deeper than um, surface level. And what I call surface level is if, if we're always hanging out and we're drinking and we're partying and that's what we're doing and we have no other relationship outside of that, that is a surface relationship. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like I'm on this podcast to be honest. That is surface level because you have so many other things going on in your life other than the mere hours of talking about stuff that you can't, you know, you can't talk about deep conversations of what's going on in someone's soul under the influence of alcohol. Not really under the influence of 20 or 15 other people. Not really. You can't have that one-on-one -on -one connection. And it's those, and those are the types of connections that I want personally, because when I create my own reality, I want people around me that I know what's going on with their family. I know what's going on with their mom and their dad. I know, I know their sister. I know their brother. I know, you know, I know what they've been through and I know what they're, where they're trying to go and I'm here to help them with their goals and they're here to help me with mine. And, or maybe they're not, or maybe we're just having a good time together, but we're there for each other. And those are the types of relationships that I want to have circulating around me. And that is a part of me creating my own reality. And someone that as someone who that was a chameleon that was a person who would always just flow with what other people wanted whether that's like oh hey do you want to meet here instead of just holding my ground like hey you know what i don't actually find certain activities those types of activities enjoyable but maybe you can meet me at you know a book reading or like maybe you, we can go rock climbing or maybe we can you know go dirt biking like i never really pulled people to meet me on my level with the things that I want to do. I always kind of just went with the flow with what other people wanted to do. And that was a part of me just like giving up control a lot um, with my time. And now, <laughs> again, recently, now I don't, I don't really play about my time. I, I got to be honest, it's, it's so precious to me because I don't know how much of it that I have. And even though I'm so young, there's people dying that are my age and younger than me. So that means absolutely nothing. So if I'm going to spend a day doing something, you best believe I want to do it. Um, so yeah, so this episode, really, I just wanted to touch upon my own experience with trying to blend in being a black female in um so many 
different spaces and where a lot of people didn't look like me and didn't have the same experiences as me, especially since I went to boarding school. A lot of the other kids were way better financially off than me and my mom were. So it was different socioeconomic experiences and um, having to navigate that alone as a child 24 seven in a boarding school where you cannot leave. So there is no, there was no safe place. Really. I was, there was someone living in my room, you know, there, there was, we had to share bathrooms. Like there was no safe place for me to put my mind. So, you know, my mental was really just like, I don't know what was going on, but was just really in a whirlwind of other people's opinions and other people's thoughts. And I can say that there were a lot of people who did not think highly of black women. And so if I'm living in a space where with other people who don't think highly of black women and there's no place for me to rest my soul um, where I feel safe and healthy, you know, for what, man, that was like four or five and then college, nine years. It was, it's really, it was really hard for me to come home to myself. And because of this pandemic and because I started my own business, I have been coming home to myself. I literally just cried to my, to my significant other yesterday of just how much I appreciate our relationship and how much I love him for allowing, you know, allowing us to have this space where we can both be ourselves and accept ourselves for our flaws and perfections for what we're trying to do and not trying to push each other to be any other particular way. We just let each other be ourselves and we love each other unconditionally. And now today at 26, I have that space finally where I feel safe. And because of that, that is why I'm thriving more than ever before, because I was always, always, always someone with like creativity, someone who, you know, had a bright mind, someone with the go-getter mentality. I was just living amongst people who didn't know that or didn't believe in me and their energy um, really impacted me on a negative level. But I eventually I stayed true to myself through faith and persistence and the family support. And I just want to share my story so that maybe someone somewhere can take something away from it of like, am I being true to myself? And can I create my own reality if I'm not? And if I'm not being true to myself, how do I get back to myself? Where do I start there? And so the next episode, we're going to talk about how do I get back to myself and where am I going? Thank you so much, so much for listening to this episode of Creating Your Own Reality Podcast. Tune in. I hope you guys like this one. If you did, share, like, you know, um, go on my Instagram, comment, and let me know what you think. All right, guys, have a good one. Thank <laughs> you.